0: No, no,
1: no, no, no! No, warrior, nah. No. Not feeling this more? You know, I really
0: like being with. It's just
1: I just wasn't expecting <laughs> you to start banging teenage love affair. Like, I don't. What's I mean, going on, man? We you need got to do your a... varsity jacket on. You trying to relive your high school days? What's up, man? Talk to me. I'm your guy. All you got to do is talk to me. I didn't even connect those two. Things yeah, that like that's what I'm looking. looking low, I'm like,
2: okay. Like, you know, I wouldn't went pro if I didn't pull my hamstring.
1: I, I understand. Like, I would be in the no, league right now. No, no. For real, The Knicks will be a whole different team.
2: Probably be the same team. <laughs> they probably be the same, bro. Honestly. I mean, I, would they really need Derrick Rose? <laughs> I, I'm sure they would. Okay. I'm sure he would still have a spot. Absolutely. You wasn't feeling teenage love
1: affair. Why does Alicia Keys always do the breakdown like weirdo talk shit? Because Alicia Alicia Keys is like the uh, epitome of like uh, like a musical. She's like a musical artist. Like she, all of her records feel like a musical. Like her visuals are like everybody. All the waitresses start dancing. You know what I mean? Like Alicia Keys is that type of artist. She is the epitome of the West Side Story. Yeah, that's what that's what Alicia Keys is. I just feel like her
2: flirting, and of course, we're talking about her music. Not she's in a a loving marriage right now. Yes, absolutely. But anytime she like flirted on a record, like with most, or even on this teenage love affair, like it was it was was just the epitome of women not having game. It
1: was. It sounded like the voicemail (laughs) for the uh, for the phone. Put extra. Milk in your yeah, and hot chocolate. <laughs> they usually
2: tell me to use water.
1: She shot that at the legendary Pan Pan in Harlem too. Shout out to Pan Pan. And most Deaf ordered a hot chocolate and fish. You know what his stomach Ins- was doing. Insane combo there. Speaking of most. insane combos, uh, somebody left some crazy shit in the toilet in the men's bathroom. I that's saw. The, that's the beautiful thing about like working in like corporate and being in office space with other people. Like the bathroom, like that's where shit goes down at or doesn't go down. Oh, that sure. toilet is fucked up in there. For sure. Somebody, somebody in here is eating way too much
2: dairy, bro. I've heard I've heard from women some nasty things men have like texted them from their corporate job in the bathroom. Like dick. Like, like yeah, and like wild shit that I'm like, that's what happens in corporate. Corporate bathrooms, Absolutely. like when I'm pissing, like some dudes over there beating off, sending, like the a, sending a vid on his <laughs> yeah. lunch break.
1: Yeah, it's like the subway. It's like the New York subway. <laughs> but now. I would expect it at the subway. The subway's kind of romantic. <laughs> but like. I mean, everybody gets off the subway, and comes here. So <laughs> what you expect? It's the same people. A teenage love affair. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect way to tie that all in, Rory. You need to have an adult love affair. Um. Who said I don't?
2: Well, we we interviewed our exes on we the did. live show. We did. Had a great time, didn't we? In New York we lot interviewed, of fun. we interviewed my ex mm-hmm. live behind a curtain. A lot of fun. Um, I
1: learned some things about you, man. I mean she said she wore you like a cashmere scarf. I still don't know what that means, but I didn't know you were so flexible. It means I'm gentle but dependable. Warm. Soft yet fashionable. Warm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I was warm. Yeah. I didn't know you was flexible. She said you were very flexible.
2: Well, I, I ran track at one point.
1: <laughs> 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 you know, you got to stretch legs Your shit. Are still limber. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. yeah. I Day mean, I. you know, I learned a lot about you, but um, it was a lot of fun though. We had a lot of fun. I think the fans enjoyed that a lot. Uh, it was great feedback from that. Um, too bad we can't do that in every city because we don't have X's in every city. Well, oh, let me speak for myself. I don't have an X in every city. I do not. Yeah. Um. Nor would I ever. That's yeah. horse no. baby, but. But well, we, yeah. we could we do like we could still do fun shit with, like, single women. We could fly them out to these different cities. No. Texas, <laughs> you don't want to fly an uh, X out?
0: No.
2: That, I feel like that is probably taking a step back. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we put them in a separate hotel. I'm oh, Absolutely. I'm no, a different city. I'm no longer uh, actively sleeping with a woman that was interviewed. It had been a long time. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to reveal some of the things that she revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the secrets that, that I had had about, you know, certain group chats and mm-hmm group sex and I didn't think she was gonna tell Sony Hall that yeah, but you know
1: yeah, yeah. It's, I mean we're all a family. That's God, the thing about our live
2: shows. It's all family. God is still working on me. Yeah. I me am too. not my past.
1: Me too. Um he, I'm I'm a I'm a work in progress. Uh you know it was good to 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 see and hear from a lady I used to date. She's she's looks great. She's doing well, you know so she sounded
2: important. um and you know this is gonna be funny coming from me, but it's just how us white people think. Mm-hmm. I did expect her to sound the way she sounded
1: yeah. Little, little, little. Which
2: which block in the Heights is she from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not not too far uptown in the Heights, okay. but close. She's Couple like in the, the early 70s, the yeah.
2: 171. Yeah, 90, 96. Around okay. There. Yeah. All right, not too bad. Yeah. But no, she kind of held it down for you, I feel like.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I'm trying to look know. through
2: the questions I asked and, and kind of her answers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't. I, I haven't dated any women that, you know, like I said, it it was left off on too bad of terms. Like, it's, it's still like all love and respect there. Mm -hmm. some 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 hate me for reasons outside of my control but you know for the most part for my end it's still all love and respect well no the funny one she did say which i mean we should put up some highlights soon on
2: on youtube and we will uh the most insecure thing you ever did was you turned the beats pill off
1: uh when an unreleased date east record was playing and she knew the lyrics yeah i just didn't understand how she knew the lyrics to that record because it wasn't out right yeah it wasn't out yet and it was just like all right we're not doing that you know, what, shout out to the, Dave though, you know. What I'll was the feedback
2: after like he sent you the unreleased like yo, Mo, let me know what you think. Did no, you give him feedback?
1: No, he didn't send me the unreleased. <laughs> he sent her the unreleased. Oh, and she oh, she started playing yeah. it. You tried to Shazam it yeah, and it was not I was just like, "Yo, how you even know these bars?" Like, "No, nah, cut that off. We're not doing that." I know what that means. That's a personal a personal uh folder you have in your phone. After the LA show, we uh went back to the Mondrian and had, you know, it was it was late And LA is isn't Now we can't stay there no more cuz now you had fans showing up <laughs> I did not have any fans show up. No, you did. I had nothing to do with that. No, you did You told the whole world where we were staying, and she showed up. What do you mean? That's your fault. So the Mondrian, it was, it's been great. We will not be uh, using your services no. or your, your beds anymore. It's been a great it's run with you guys. It's been a hell of a run, but we won't be there yeah. anymore, no. We'll be
2: down the block. At, yeah.
1: um, <laughs> 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 right down the road. Don't worry uh, about it. Well, yeah,
2: that was odd. Yeah. That fan coming back and getting in the elevator.
1: I'm glad it was just one, because it could have been more. I just assumed she was with y'all. We all assumed she was with one of us. Like everybody just assumed. <laughs> like I thought she was as, I thought she was with you. No,
2: she wasn't with any of us. And at the show, at when we did like the after meeting and greet shit, mm-hmm. she, I thought she
1: worked for the venue. She was taking pictures like a professional. Yeah, she uh, she's like, don't she, work for her, right. A, I'll get you these prints soon. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, she did a wardrobe change because she uh, and then she like put the merch on and I thought it was a whole different person. And She came and took another picture with me. I was like, wait, I just saw you with a whole different setup on. And then she ended up at the hotel lobby. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I see what's happening.
2: Well, the people that were invited um, did bring some pluses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't interacted in a long time with like just strange women, like in a casual setting mm-hmm. where like you just really get to know things about people that you've never met mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't speak to had you not been in this predicament at the moment. Right. It's fucking weird out there now. Carl can attest, Carl was there with me. Yeah. yeah. And I thought. One, I thought these women were in their mid-30s. They were like 22, which Mm -hmm. is a red flag right away. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We we know that off top. Shout out to all the 22-year-olds, but yeah, it's a red flag.
2: They were very young, which threw me off. Mm -hmm. And then as I felt like the vibe was getting kind of cool and people were chilling, music was playing, at that point food had came, one of the, the, the women I was talking to on a completely platonic level looks over at me very close to my face and says, have you ever had an abortion? Um I know it was that know same what she, no it was the same silence that yeah, I had I, I, I know what she was asking <laughs> Thank God
1: no one could hear it over the party next door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I, I know, heard it I know what it, she was asking She was asking also has a woman ever had an abortion for you but she just didn't word it right. Okay I'm I know what she meant yeah. I know exactly but what she just meant But it did sound
2: nuts her asking have you ever had an abortion I know what she meant yeah. when she said it Mhm why are
1: you asking me that yeah why is that weird. in your head right what wait like what is going I on i think she was i think she was like you know just trying to start a deeper conversation with you you know what i mean i think she was trying to tap into you emotionally a little bit this is where i beg for women to ask me my sign first yeah it's like we could we could keep it <laughs> let's surface. let's yeah, let's, yeah, go let's go with let's go with astrology level. that i yeah, don't yeah. believe in let's go surface level shit what type, what type of food do i like you know, what type of dessert do I like? What, what do I usually order when I go to restaurants? Like what type of wine? White, what's, what's your white? name? Yeah. I don't even that, think we got that far. Yeah. Yeah. That. What's your name? You know, how old are you? Things like that. And I
2: didn't know how to answer her because then I was like, well, is she like fresh from one? Yeah. Like, did she go from there to here? And then you don't know what, what type of emotion that will bring up in her. And I'm pro-choice. It's yeah. your choice. It's a woman's body. Mm-hmm. But I also that I have a pro-choice to not answer you. About yeah. abortion things. It's, it's definitely it's, your choice. It's, it's my my no, mouth, my it's, choice. It's
1: Absolutely your choice. Your mouth, your choice. Um, I you didn't have to answer that. I don't think you should have answered that. Oh, I did not. And it's nobody's business, Rory. I did. I did like an in person. LOL. Like, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 like you don't really
2: laugh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, let's just add this uh, to the you end. Gotta, of the and sentence. You gotta
1: rap, slap her leg like ah. So, like, come on, man. My thing is, no where like did that.
0: she go from the answer? <laughs> like, if you said the yeah or no where is she gonna take the rest of the conversation
2: or maybe she wanted details like did you go half uh, did you go with her to the clinic did you say hey get rid of that shit or hey that's not mine <laughs> all I of had that know, inappropriate. she shouldn't ask that
1: that's just way too like personal shit to be asking somebody the first day you meet them the first hour you meet them yeah I mean you know I heard I
2: mean? a fence the food was Domino's pizza so like the the bar wasn't too high in the room yeah
1: Um, It was chill vibes, it wasn't nothing too crazy, everybody was chilling It was, it was interesting But it was a good night, Um, great show in LA, the energy was really good Saw a lot of faces uh, that I recognized from before, previous shows Mm. Um, A lot of new fans, a lot of new people came out to see us It was a great time, I had a real good time I didn't tell you about my experience flying from, I didn't
2: tell any of y'all Flying from New York to LA, my flight was delayed six hours yeah, the rain. Yeah. Finally got on the plane. We sat for two hours. The guy in front of me, I just assumed he was really fucked up. He was berating every single flight attendant, screaming like, I want to see the the red coat. I didn't even know what the red coat was. I thought he was, he was watching the Patriot yeah. on the shit. He said, <laughs> yeah. I need to see the red coat. And yeah. I'm looking around at everyone. What's thought the, the military what's the showing red, up? What's the red coat? Yeah. There's, like, a manager on a plane yep. that, like, wears a red coat. Mm-hmm. Never seen him. Mm-hmm. That must be—I'm in the back of the plane. That must be—the red coat uh, the front.
1: They're usually at the gate when you, when you check, when you're walking into the, uh, to the board in the plane.
2: So he was going—like, he was going crazy in that plane, annoying the fuck out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Because everyone—we've all been sitting here for four hours before. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, come on. We're, we're all in the same predicament right now. Stop being an asshole to
1: two women on top of that. As flight attendants. You know what I never understood? When people go crazy on flights being delayed when it's weather related. Mm-hmm. Like, what the, what the fuck can anybody in this airport do? Like, you want them well, to stop the weather? Like, well, they were, he was berating the flight attendants
2: as if they could do something. And he was like, well, can I get like a free drink or something? Like, just say sir, you, so, you want a free
1: drink. Just say I'm an alcoholic and, and I need some alcohol. Said, sir, you're in first class. Right. The drinks are the, free. The, do you, and, would you like a drink? Yeah. Like, just relax.
2: So then we finally get on the tarmac. We were first in line. They, they let us skip. We get on the tarmac. He refuses to put his fucking bed shit up. Mm-hmm. So now not only have we been delayed this long, this asshole, when we're about to take off, refuses to put his seat up because mm-hmm. we were delayed and he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So the flight attendant then comes. It's like, hey, you need to put the seat up. Like, we're going to have to go back to the gate. You realize we just got straight to the runway. They put us in front. Mm-hmm. He then grabs her wrist and I was the closest one there. So I grabbed him. And then the other flight attendant went to get the pilot. I'm like, oh, this flight's getting canceled. <laughs> like, we just waited six hours for me to have to go back to my crib. Yeah. So the pilot comes out and is like, all right, is this going to be a problem? Because I could tell the pilot was like, dog, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here yeah, too. Yeah. Are you going to sit there and be quiet? Mm-hmm. And at that point, I don't know if he was just like a super misogynist. He listened to that pilot right away. He was like, yes, I'll sit here. I'll buckle up. I'll put it up. Yeah. We start flying. Uh, Fasten seatbelt comes off. He loses his phone in the shit. In the seat. So now he's literally trying to tear apart a whole first class seat. And he's slamming his fucking uh, overhead staring at me like, yeah, you grab me, but I can slam an <laughs> yeah, overhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he slams the overhead. It doesn't shut because he hit it too hard. His bag falls on him. And I say when the whole plane just starts dying laughing at him. Good. Then he starts taking pills out of his bag, and I'm like, oh, he's pilled up. Takes uh-huh. the pills, he knocks out. Mm-hmm. Don't hear from him. We wake up, or he wakes up, pardon me, when we land. Turns around, looks at me like he had never seen me a day in his life, and goes, where are we? I said, we're in L.A. I said, <laughs> why am I in L.A.? I said, I don't know, sir. <laughs> so clearly, I, I do want to shoot him some bell. Clearly, the pills that he took was something he needed because yeah. that knocked him out and brought him kind of back to where the fuck he was. he Brought was, him back to New York. He was yeah. <laughs> he was clearly having a, a yeah. manic episode. So that's
1: queens. 100% true. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a very strange experience. The, the, the Flying is always interesting because you never know who you're going to, you know, see or be on the plane with. I remember uh, coming back from L.A. the last time we were there, there was somebody sitting in front of me and he was like, I don't, I don't know what the term is, but he had like, he was really like, it wasn't anxiety He had like a uh, He was cursing He was banging on the fucking Like he He was mad that whenever He tapped the screen To, to change the movie I guess it wasn't like Picking up his thumb His thumbprint uh-huh. So yeah. he started punching it Then he got He got agitated at the dude The sure one dude in front me. of us No no it wasn't you <laughs> It was one dude in front of us That kept like slamming Like he kept getting Something out of his bag And closing it He started cursing at that dude He keeps slamming The fucking overhead Like So I was like okay This dude is a little and his wife was sitting right next to him. I saw she was trying to calm him down and he was taking pills throughout the fight. So it's just always like a movie within a movie. Like you're watching a movie, but then you're watching the people around you, seeing what they get, you know, type of people they are. And like you're, you're guarded by the idea of this being
2: federal and the worst federal crime that could possibly <clears throat> happen is when you're in an airport or yeah. on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So all that anger is like... Where is it going? Because yeah. you
1: can't do you, you can't, can't do nothing. You
2: can't touch someone wrong. Yeah. That's why the when he grabbed that flight attendant's wrist and then I grabbed his to get it off. Yeah, I was like, oh, this this flight is over. Yeah, like there's no way. And sometimes there's crime. air
1: marshals on the flights, <laughs> which I was expecting yeah. at some point. Sometimes air marshals on the flights, and you hope that you're not on a flight where air marshal has to detain somebody because then the flight's not going over. No, no, Especially way. if you didn't take off yet, the flight's not going. Or
2: nowhere. you're fucking landing in Chattanooga.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. But um yeah man, LA was a great time. LA was a great time. Had a lot of fun. Saw some old friends. Um, shout out to everybody that came out to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of people that came out. Dre- the dressing room was a was a, it was a vibe. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of people. I finally Ray. I finally met Ari Ari yes. Lennox. She has some uh interesting words for me. But it's all love. She she for some reason I Ari felt like I like I said some things about her before that she didn't like and i i I swear i don't remember ever so saying anything about ari i don't either and this this has been a thing for a little while and
2: ari is a dear friend of mine i I do love and care Mm -hmm. about her i've explained to her, i was like i don't remember and i could be wrong yeah but if i find the clip sure i don't (laughs) remember ever saying a bad i don't remember ever saying anything
1: about ari um and then she you know she told me she's like oh i thought you were an, an asshole like you're such a nice guy. Yeah. I was like, you thought I was an asshole? Like, <laughs> damn. Like, but we spoke and it's all love. Shout out I'm to Rory. I'm way Ari. less of an asshole than the person that you like the, that yeah, is asshole. Yeah, I'm like, wait, I'm the asshole? My co-host yeah, is way better like, dick. I'm like, Rory's the asshole, but okay, whatever. But yeah, she's great, man. We we spoke and uh, we laughed about the whole thing. And I, I thanked her for coming out and she she enjoyed the show. She said we did a great job. So Yeah, it was good. I'm Shout glad to she Ari. came out.
2: Uh, it, was, it was Rappy in there too, Reason, Boogie. We're just name dropping here at this yeah. point. Obviously, Guru. The family. Was it, was, it was a lot. It's the fam.
1: The fam came out to support us. It was, it was industry. Yeah. I just admit, I, I'm industry now. Like, if you're King not industry, fighter. don't come to my green room. But, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy, but I understand what you mean. Like, yeah, no, I don't it, mean it, that, it I like is that. what it is. But it's a, it's a different type of industry. It's like the, the the people that we really, really fuck with. Yeah, they're artists and, you know, things of like that. You know, executives, producers and stuff. But they're like the the cool of that, the down to earth people. Yeah, like they're not too strung on strung out on themselves. They're not too into themselves. Like the conversations that we have is just like I would. They would never speak like that with anybody else. Oh no, you know what I mean. Cause, so cause. it's like it's a different it's a different uh relationship. It's a no, different type sure. of relationship. But we had a lot of fun, man. Shout out to L A. Shout out to all the people that came out. It was a great time.
2: Uh, the last L A. thing I will say, I did go to a club for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. but I went to like the White Night at Poppy. It wasn't like. It was like a lot of EDM and like white college yeah, girls that well, yeah. probably go to go UCLA. To oh, the same night as you. No. But different times. I got the, I was in the early crowd. You No, can come you later. went
1: to Bootsy's. That was Bootsy's. I went to Bootsy's. I'm right. not Poppy. Right. I, I went to that Poppy. No, I didn't shit. go to Poppy.
2: I just yeah. want to know like we talk about frontline workers and first responders and all that. Mm-hmm. We never discuss the Uber drivers at 4 a.m. that pull up to the club. Yes. Like they're to me first responders. They deserve the same the flyover from the Jets mm-hmm. at at
1: football games. Like we need to add in Uber drivers for drunk kids at 4 a.m. I don't know how taxicab confessions or, like, Uber confessions isn't a thing on HBO. Because I'm sure there's some, like, gold content 100%. in those Ubers at night leaving the club with, like, privileged rich kids going back into the hills. Like, you have to film that. Like how how is, how is HBO not filming this? Well, because I feel like most of the footage would be them throwing up in the backseat, but... I want to (laughs) watch. I love to see rich, privileged kids cursing the drive out. And and then, sir, can you pull over, please? (laughs) And then Blake threw up. I want to see that. I would laugh at that shit. And then Connor stepped in it. Yeah, it was, it it was, um, I got, I got there after you left. It was, uh, it was definitely interesting to see like all of those kids outside waiting for their Ubers after and getting pissed when the Uber driver couldn't find where they were standing on the sidewalk. (laughs) And it was just like your car is literally 30 feet away. You can just walk to your car. No, they want the car to reverse and come back to the front. I was just like, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, man, we had a good time in L.A. L.A. was great, man. Um, I guess some shit did happen while we were there. We shot a, uh episode with uh, Guru and Hop. Yeah, which people seem to like. It was definitely some nerd, nerd yeah. talk, but I like that type of nerd great talk. Great conversation. Uh, Sirius XM. Shout out to Sirius XM in L.A. They opened their studios for us. And uh, welcomed us there. Um, they, I mean, they lighted me like a ghost. But yeah, other than that, that was that was that was that was. <laughs> I Carl, never knew I could get I lighter. To do Carl got to take some of that blame. Nah, no, like, Carl doesn't take some blame. Carl, you could put a filter on that camera, something, bro. Yeah, that that anything. lighting on Rory was like. Nuts. Put, put some 1977. Yeah, like something Rory, on he's me. white, but that was like that was like different level white. That was like, yo, this guy doesn't leave the house. At I'm all. not even that white in December. Yeah, that like, was crazy. That was absolutely n- even Guru was like three shades lighter. Yeah, I was like, what the up. fuck? Only me and Hop looked normal because we had hats on, so we yeah. were kind of the shade. The the light was kind of being blocked yo, out of our to faces. Turn
0: it down. He was like, yo, I'm not the lighting guy. I just know the presets, and I was just like, was p-
1: preset pasty? Yeah, was that what it was. <laughs> it was a pastel. Yeah, that's not. It was pastel white. Preset <laughs> pigmently <Ooh>. challenged. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was that that lighting was crazy. They had my guy Rory looking crazy, but. It was a a, a dope conversation, uh, and I was mad because when me and Hop left, we went to Hop Studio, right down the block, and he told me off camera. He was like, "Damn, I forgot to bring up on on camera." The Black album was actually the last time he worked with Jay. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that was that. That was the um last time that Hop worked with Jay on a on a um on the album. Was that for a particular reason? I'm not sure. I didn't ask him. Like I we mean, didn't really get into it. Hop's plate definitely got. Super yeah. full after that. We didn't we didn't get into it, but he was like he was like yeah. He was like you know he said like, yeah. I, I totally forgot. Like that's the last time I worked on a on an album with Jay. So I was like damn, you know I I didn't realize that. But either way, it was a um great conversation. Um, thanks to Guru, thanks to Hive for taking time to come sit and kick it with us, and uh I, I would like to do more of that. Oh yeah, know, especially Absolutely. with them because they have so many projects and artists and and stuff that they worked with and 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 shit that they worked on that. They're like the encyclopedias of hip hop. Like yeah. me and Hop was in the studio talking about so much shit, and it was just like you know, I, was, you know, watching your big brother from afar, you don't realize how much shit he's done because Hop is the most down to earth, humble yeah. dude you'll ever meet. And then you know he, he started talking about projects he did and playing the record. He like, yeah, you know, I and our dad. I'm like, what? Like, I totally forgot about that. Um, so yeah, we got to sit down and make sure we talk to like people in the culture like that, like the real encyclopedias. The people that most most people may not know, but they play a very intricate role in a lot of the, the art and the things that we love and some of the legendary pieces of material that we have in our culture and
2: I, I even like the idea not to say that this was uh like preconceived that we were like we were going to do the black album with hop and mm-hmm. guru. I do think focusing on certain albums every now and then, yeah and like just doing certain episodes dedicated, even if it's not an anniversary, yeah like just if we have someone that's in the, the space that mm-hmm. was so intricate the way an engineer and AR can be right with an album that I think that's a cool series that we could add to the shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we've said, we're we're doing shit on the fly, seeing what works. And I think that's something in the future. Yeah. We find an album we love, find a person that,
1: and just we dissect go with, it with the people that that's des- des- that's that really are there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially when you have people with uh, you know, as much history and the relationship that Hop and Guru have. Mm. You know, what I mean, like I said, they, you know, they go way back, sharing you know motels in Manhattan just to shower to get back to the studio. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That type of shit you don't see anymore. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Hop. Shout out to Guru. That was a great episode. Great conversation. And uh, I look forward to doing more shit like that.
2: Yeah. You stayed in L.A. a little longer. Certain reason? Like, it was a girl or something?
1: Like No. Just mm. flights. Oh, was this missed the flights? Flight.
2: Uh, I hate the flights. Yeah, it's missed flights. the flights. You know, yeah. I hate
1: flying in, like, the day we got to work or record. I hate that. Well, you should have told her that. No, it, there was no her. Like, I literally <laughs> missed the fucking... It was my first time flying out of American... Uh, out of LAX, so I wasn't familiar with the the terminal. We usually fly Delta. And it was just, you know, I went to this kiosk, and there was a bunch of people at the kiosk waiting to get their bag tags. Then by the time I got my bag tag, it said I had to see an agent. Listen, man. I got to walk to the other end of the terminal to see the agent. You was in a quality spooning, and she said, babe, you stay another night. No, absolutely not. (laughs) I was all packed, ready to get out of LA. You was packed airport. Yeah, No, no, I wasn't (laughs) packed in anybody. I was ready to leave and... I had to get back on that shuttle to get back to the Uber parking lot. That shit was terrible, bro. Well, you sp- at least you saw her after, though, when you missed the flight, right? No. No, I, I, I literally— So you're admitting there isn't her? I li- there's no her. I okay. literally watched the uh, Laker game, Lakers and Bucks, got something to eat, took a quick nap. I had to be at the airport at 4 a.m., so it wasn't like— Oh, a- but she got a car, so she drove you, so it's easier. <laughs> Rory is a fucking idiot. man. <laughs> it was, just it's no her, I'm, man. I'm trying, man. <laughs> no, I, what know, you I know what you're trying. <laughs> it was no her, um, but yeah, I had to spend— a few more hours in LA than I had wished to but it's all good
2: well some shit happened I guess we have to go back to it not that part two of the yay shit <clears throat> was too much crazier than the other thing other than him exploiting backpack
1: rap which I think is fucking hysterical mm-hmm. and tried to tell y'all man it was a troll all along and nobody would listen to me it was like no he was. I said bro two, two polo shirts on at the same time is a troll and I said, a Louis Vuitton a- backpack and saying you're with the backpackers that's a troll Backpackers are Jan Sports, I know. You know Kipling's maybe Kipling's if you want to be like, oh, he got a little style to him. I mean, but you would see like
2: Buckshot and them dressing in some some Gucci every now and then. Yeah, they but, were they're considered back they're backpack with guns. Yes, <laughs> they have guns in their yeah, backpack. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just knew Kanye was trolling all along. Like he that that was never I never took any of that serious. But it was interesting to see him like finally say it on camera. It's fun. I I was mad at it.
2: Because I, I myself, am a, a backpacker. Mm-hmm. And it was like, damn, that kind of sucks that, like, he was really using them. But backpacking used Kanye. Like, I feel like that kind of bridged they the gap between a it, lot of yeah. shit. Like, mm-hmm. even from, like, the KwaLi Slum Village and all them. Like, I feel like he brought that sound kind of into the mainstream, too. So, as much as I was like, damn, that's corny that, like, He's shitting on them. Like, I would never fuck with back I was listening to fucking no limit. I wasn't trying to hear that shit. That was just the only people that would fuck with me. Yeah. I get it, but I guess it bridged bridged it. Cause college dropout to me is is the perfect mix of Rockefeller mainstream and backpack rap together. Mm-hmm. Palatable backpack rap. It worked. It so definitely worked. I guess I'll I'll take the troll. Everyone yeah. no, used it, everyone in that, it in that regard. Yeah. It it
1: absolutely worked. Um, but again, it was just interesting to see him at ad, um admit it and speak about it and just confirm what I knew all along. Like, Bro, come on! Two two shirts on it, two collar shirts on it at the same time. Come on. I mean, that's that's true. I used to wear basketball shorts under my jeans. So who the fuck am I to no, say those crazy? Those were crazy. nasty times, though. Like that, <laughs> those times were just like I don't know what we were doing. We were just nasty. Uh, we were being prepared. For what? It's like, God said, yo, no, in case I spend a night, I'm like, so you just might randomly sleep at somebody else's house, or you need like basketball shorts. No, well, I was young at the time when I was doing that.
2: When that era, yeah, no, I was, young. I, was, young. I, was <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get a game in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then put your jeans back my, on over those course. sweaty ass
1: shorts. Oh, we were some nasty little dudes. Man. What?
2: When you was a kid, there was no showers after you. No. like you literally put all your same shit back on, and then you went home in the cold.
1: Or you, or, you, or you let the sweat dry on you. Now you got sweat stains on your forehead. Yeah. You look nasty all on your on your back of your head. and We was just nasty little kids, man. I could see how my mom used to get mad whenever I came back in the house Thone after the, being out all day. The beanie on after you nasty. ran a full court. It's disgusting. <laughs> just nasty kids, man. But yeah, um, I didn't watch the full uh, second part, but I saw uh, bits and pieces of it. Little clips online. Um, but I'm going to check it out cuz I heard it was some 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 good conversation in there too. Well, we can get past the elephant in the room. Tell tell us about squashing the beef between uh between Jay and Drake. Um, that's funny. Uh I like I like it. I figured uh once uh Jay Prince stepped into the situation that it um things would uh be settled. And being just being honest, the, the beef between Kanye and Drake is um I don't wanna say it's dumb, but it was kinda like, all right, what is this about again? You know what I mean? It it kinda started to get to that point, like, what exactly is the issue? And then, you know, Kanye spoke on it and he was like, he felt, you know, Drake was alluding to some things or he wasn't being clear on certain things. And it's like, okay, but is that a beef? Like, why not just speak to him? Like, what it is, is have you ever thought some shit and maybe been
2: wrong about it? But we already beefing. So now we just gotta, gotta keep going. We just gotta it. we gotta go now. This I is just it. what it yeah, this is just
1: is what it is now. But when you're two when you're two big brands, you know, the caliber of Drake and Kanye, you can't fall into dumb shit like that. Like that type of shit, you just have to ignore or y'all y'all know each other personally. Y'all have to have that conversation and be like, yo, like what's going on? Am I like I'm sensing something? Is there something like going on like that I don't know about? But to let it drag out the way it did for, you know, as many years as it's been. Um, it just was It got to the point where it was I'm, I'm glad they, they, they hashed that out Because it kind of got stale It was like what are y'all beefing about really Do you think that they
2: f- This is just my, my theory in my head Not to say I believe it or not mm-hmm. Do you think because the response to Donda and to CLB Was good but not great or lopsided or anything It kind of got the same response And I'm not saying a bad or good It just kind of got the same regular response do you think if it had been lopsided, mm-hmm. there would be peace here? Because I think if CLB would have been drastically better than Donda, or Donda would have been drastically better than CLB, which people can argue, I'm just saying the general response. Yeah, it's there, too. There different. would there would not be this like crazy shit because I, cause when Scorpion and Ye went out, yeah, clearly Ye was a pile of shit,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Scorpion was cool, mm-hmm. not Drake's best, but it was a good album. Mm-hmm. This was just kind of the same response to me. I feel like. So now it's like, what are we beefing like we're both on the same level now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that it may it may be some of that. I don't I don't think it's much to that. Um Donda is a whole different type of sound, different type of project than CLB. Uh but CLB, you know, is Drake. It did the numbers that it was supposed to do.
2: But you could I, have drastically different albums and get the same response. Like, I'll put it this way I think when Solange put out Seat at the Table it Mm -hmm. did have a similar impact response the way Summer did with Over It. Like, two completely different albums, but the response and impact that they had were about the same. And I'm saying with CLB and Donda, the impact and response was, it was just like, all right, cool. No one had a a, a lopsided shit where they could say, yo, my album just shitted on yours. Because they was doing the back and forth, fucking when we're going to put it out, battle shit. Mm -hmm.
1: And no one won. (laughs) There was no winner. I I think that, like I said, I think it's some to that. I think it's more so like you know, just the brands are so big, um, and it's it the 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 beef is really not that serious. So it's like yo, let's just put this shit behind us. Twenty twenty two is coming, you know. Performance venues are back open. I think they see the bigger picture, um, you know, and then Jay Prince set, stepping in and them really trying to do something monumental as far as for the Hoover family, yeah, for sure, and I'm um, trying to help you know with that situation. I just think that it's 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 you know put their ego to the side and let's hash this out y'all are too too big to be beefing like y'all are too the brands are too powerful um and it's it's the things that y'all can do together. I agree. Is this beef is is, is not worth stopping any of that from happening. So I'm glad to see them and they were really friends at one point. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. So I'm glad to see them get past that and put that behind them. Um it's going to be dope to see uh you know if they get this concert to happen, I believe Jay Prince said December 9th. something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm thinking at the Crypto Center, or is it? I'm thinking they go SoFi Stadium with this one. Ah, uh, yeah, that would be the way to go. I don't. I think the, I think the Staples Center might be too small for this. It's uh, the, I'm sorry, it's the Crypto dot com uh, Center. Well, it, it will be named at Christmas, I believe. So we, we're still calling it the Staples Center. Crypto dot com is a nasty name for a uh, uh, an arena. I think I, that's just terrible. Big Crip. yeah, like, come on, but. in the city. But <laughs> yeah. here's the thing,
2: though. I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, Staples Center. Like, that was such a iconic name. I love name. that name. Yeah. But then I started thinking, like, when was the last time you went to Staples? They can't afford this rent. <laughs> that's 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 true. <laughs> that is that is true. Like, I was like, damn, I have not been to Staples in about a decade. That's true. But it's was some other Back people Back to school that... shopping is getting a laptop
1: and putting your kid on Zoom. That's yeah. the Zoom Center now. You know, I get it. I, I think the Staples, as far as Staples, yeah, it's, that's- that's like going to like Kinko's at this point. Yeah, but um, crypto is just a nasty. It's name. It's a terrible name. it's <laughs> just like how do you brand that? Like I just don't know. But what would have been a better brand? Uh, well, God, um, <laughs> where like, did like, that come from? Yeah. What been <laughs> a better brand. Um, I don't know. Maybe something more California. Uh, here, here's the thing. I would love. I would have
2: loved. I'm not mad at that. If crypto. 'Cause of course, that's how so many stadiums make their actual money is off sponsorships and what's named on shit. Mm-hmm. If there was some way to make that shit the Kobe Bryant arena brought mm-hmm. to you by crypto like mm-hmm. somehow that we could just call that the, the Kobe Mamba like yeah, or Mamba, like that, that. Like, that yeah. would be ill if crypto would have done that. Mm-hmm. It still could have been presented by crypto or yeah, every sign says crypto, but somehow it's Mamba or it's yeah. Kobe Center. I yeah, think would have been the ill way to do and that. And
1: they may have some amazing things I'm sure. in store as far as branding and you know marketing and stuff like that but I, just the name crypto.com is Dot I, I .com in, in a name Yeah, is I, I just don't I don't I don't know man. Did you go to the site? Did I go where to, to the, the, the site? site? No. Oh, marketing I, didn't work then? No, absolutely not. Um, It's still a, it's still the stable Center as far as I'm concerned. Like it, it'll always be the stable Center. But yeah, 700 million they paid that tab for that name so. That's gonna be rough because I, I mean I've never been to a Laker game, but I have been in the Staples Center for stuff. I do see Bloods
2: there from time to time. Like oh, It must there's... be rough in the group chat to be like, yo, where are you about to go, Link? Crypto? The
1: big <laughs> Crypt. <laughs> you are stupid, man. <laughs> you are stupid. Going to the Big I'm crypt?
2: joking, dog. I've, I have nothing to do with game like this. I'm, I'm a civilian. I love all gangs.
1: Yeah, but I think I think that they would have to do that concert at the SoFi Stadium. I yeah. They would yeah. have to. It's, it's, a, it's a bigger, it holds more people. And then obviously you can put um, seats on the field you know what I mean things like that so yeah they, I think they have to do it there
2: I would say do it on all that land Kanye has in Wyoming but I think with the recent stuff going on building out a whole new stage with security
1: proper safety precautions probably ain't the time and I think that's asking Drake to go too much into Kanye's world you know what I mean like going to Wyoming that's like a that's like a Kanye thing well he did that's how this whole thing started he went to Wyoming and said hey look at my child <laughs> That's exactly what happened. The funniest shit, I don't and I don't see anybody talking about it online. The funniest shit to me about that picture that they took was Kanye wearing a VIP laminate to walk around Drake's house. Hysterical. I'm like, how no, why I, do you have this? I zoomed in to see if Jay Prince had one. What? No. <laughs> no. Jay Prince absolutely does not have a VIP laminate to walk around Drake, Drake's house. That, that was just funny to me. Like they well, made Kanye wear a VIP laminate. In Kanye's
2: defense, Drake walked around his own crib in a ski mask. And
1: did TikTok dances, so. But that's your crib. You can do what the fuck you want. You can wear every chain in the house. Exactly. But, but making Kanye wear a VIP pass. I'm just saying. Like, wearing, nobody
2: knows who Kanye is. Wearing a ski mask in your own crib, which I'm sure you have some of the highest level security of all time. Like, did you send out a memo? Like, yo, I'm going to shoot some TikTok dances today in a ski
1: mask. And I'm going to look like I'm about to rob my own crib. <laughs> I hope that was random. I hope I hope it wasn't like a thought out execution like that. Like, I hope that was just some random shit he did. Cause that was just weird. It was a whole music video. It worked. Uh, right foot, left. It, left foot, it, right. It worked. It worked. I didn't understand what he was doing with it. I don't. I didn't think Drake needed that type of song at the time, but it worked. It, it absolutely worked. It fit the times. We we're on inside. Yeah. Um. All right. So what do you think happens next? Just so we
2: can get off Drake and Kanye, because I'm um, such a hypocrite that I've said I'm so fucking tired of talking about this yet. Just, well, music, here I am.
1: Music actually absolutely happens. Uh, the concert happens. I don't know if it happened as soon as December 9th, but I think it happens at some point. Um, but most importantly, I think that we get music, which is to me, you know, that's all I'm, I care about is just, just give us good music.
2: I think at the show, if it happens, we get an announcement of a joint project that will be a pump fake.
1: You don't think it actually happen? No,
2: I think we will get an announcement or some type of alluding that this project going to happen because they're both two very sensitive artists. I don't mean that in a, a negative way at all. Artists are sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so great. Mm-hmm. Two very sensitive artists, I think their emotions go. There's really no middle ground. It's either all the way, mm-hmm. all or nothing. Right. And I think they went all the way on the beef side. They're about to get all the way on the "I love you" side, and I think we're going to get think they I think went we're going to get the, the love fest. He took all his fucking Adidas shoes and Yeezy stuff from his house, drove his golf cart down the street and threw it on his lawn. It's what ex-girlfriends yes. do. Dude. <laughs>
1: So you think that was like going all the
2: way? And then the and then tape. went on a Travis
1: Scott record. It said
2: he buss a left.
1: Yeah, but nothing never happened. Like that's I'm my. Thing. I'm glad like, you know, nothing know I'm, never yeah, happened. So, I love so, both of them. So that's what I mean. Like it was just it, I, again, it was it was a personal thing because they they are they have a real relationship with each other. We're gonna get the love fest. Yeah. Now it's gonna be annoying how much they love each other. But
2: I, I I'll take that any
1: day. Sure. Over like you know, just get, really just give me some good music because yeah. you want to give me good music. Give people that love glow. Yeah. Like exactly. I love glow. I loved it. So give me give me more of that. Give me some great music, give us some some great visuals, uh, and maybe even collab on a a, a sneaker or two. Why not? Yeah. Go all the way there with it. Fuck it. Why not? Um, I guess
2: we could stay in that 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 range real quick. Um, because I guess title has
1: something to do with it. Did you see the new title news? Um, about them paying the the artists and the creatives out. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I and saw that.
2: Also, uh, ten percent of those of that income will go to the artist that you stream the most. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not going to say they stole our idea because I'm happy they did. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking about that shit for five fucking years. Yeah. Like why the fuck is
1: the artist I stream the most not getting all of my money? Right. <laughs> yeah, I think th- th- this is titled uh, probably knocking down a, a different door in this in the streaming space. It's a good start. It's a, it's a real good start. Um, And I'm saying a lot of artists are, are really happy about this. Yeah, because I mean, and that, that just shows you
2: how important your core fan base can get. Like, for example, we'll use Griselda, guys, because that's just a good example. And that's our people. Mm-hmm. If they could get a majority of the money of the people that have signed up for a streaming service mm-hmm. that are mostly just listening to the fucking 25 albums that they put out all the time. Mm-hmm. Now a core fan base is more profitable than maybe I'll pop up on a playlist today. Yeah, it's it's changing somewhat of the payola game where you have to get in a certain algorithm with playlists. Not to say it won't help because mm-hmm. eventually that will build somewhat of a core. But now I can really focus on the people that like this type of music that I make and I don't have to go try weird shit and, right. and, and kind of alienate them. Mm-hmm. I can find a way where I get that direct income via the streaming the way I used to, the way Nipsey would put out the hundred dollars mixtape right. I'm gonna go write to my people and mm-hmm. get the money from them <laughs> right streaming kind of took that shit away yeah so
1: yeah I, I think it's a it's a great move it's a great uh start hopefully it's the start of a domino effect with other streaming platforms um and again it's just titled, you know being brave enough to step out there and say this is the right thing to do and you know hopefully all other streaming platforms follow suit and start to do the same and pay these artists out more money um because seeing some of these streaming that was what artists have to stream to make You know, $100,000 is is insane. It's insane. Fucking billion streams. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, it's crazy. Um, And not to say that that 10% is going to be a lot because they still
2: need to fix that fraction of a fucking penny. And I know Tidal pays out the most of any other streaming Mm -hmm. service, but yeah, it it is a way. It's a start. I think Tidal may not end up ever being in that three biggest streaming sites. I, I think even with, I know we don't listen. Typically, our demographic doesn't listen to Amazon Music. I know they're changing that mm-hmm, a lot, but mm-hmm. a lot of the world uses Amazon Music. Yeah. And obviously, we have Apple um, and Spotify. But I think the stuff Tidal has been doing, they've been looking at. Because even when they've changed like, the hi-fi uh, level of music with mm-hmm. Apple Music now, uh, how they do playlisting. Like, Tidal's kind of been that example for all these other streaming services that are too big to realize the niche shit that consumers and artists need. So if if they never become the biggest, they will have that impact. Like yo, we did the the little shit that's really gonna matter in the long run for this this
1: streaming game. And that's I think what I was that's important. Say they, 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 they do the, uh, they pay attention to the detail. Yeah, even with you know the, the credits on albums and projects and songs that title does little things like that, making sure that you know people are recognized that worked on these projects. I think that's important, and it just it's just you know sets them apart. Yeah, are we you know ever gonna be as big as Apple? Or Spotify, maybe not, but we're going to have things that we do with our platform that they're not doing, mm-hmm. that hopefully people love and care about more and, you know, will start to follow here and, you know, stream here and support their artists because we pay them more.
2: And that's, that gives you the ability, sometimes having the largest fan base is not the most ideal thing. No, not you at could all. You can try different things when you have a regular fan base the way Tidal does, but yeah, I just want to shout them out because I thought that was really interesting and really cool. Yeah,
1: shout out to Title, man. Uh, that's, that's a brave, bold move that they did. Um, and I respect that. Um, do we want to get into uh
2: to to Auntie versus or do we want to get into 3 6 and, and Bone Thugs? Because I do, I do want to I know people hate versus talk, but I still enjoy it. Shot and <coughs> uh Stephanie Mills is tonight, I believe, right? Yes. As we're recording this. Mm-hmm. I
1: can't wait for that. It's, um again, I like the statement that uh, Miss Shaka Khan put out mm. and saying, you know, this is just us showcasing our talents and our catalog and our art for the world. It's not a battle. You know, we don't have, we don't dislike each other. It's, you know, we just want to have fun and just, you know, have a, have a great night. And I think that's what Versus turned into. It's not, when it started, I think it was more of a battle thing. But as it progressed and, once Trilla stepped in, um, it, it 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 just became a celebration of just the art and catalog of these amazing, talented, legendary artists that we have in our culture. And Chaka Khan and Stephanie Mills are right up there with the awesome. legends.
2: But, I mean, I think 3-6 and Bone Thugs, even though I think it's a weird matchup, would be more of a battle. I think what Chaka Khan said that, I think she was kind of saying, I don't play y'all little internet games. Mm-hmm. We're We're here to listen to some music. I'm tired. Like, I don't do the shit y'all. She's probably looked at her youtube comments or the internet like twice in her life and was like oh this is what the fuck y'all do on here it's Mm -hmm. just mad negativity and people shitting on each other right hey this is what this is now with three six and bone thugs i think you could get more of a actual battle out of that now i think it's going to be weird when i'm trying to miss my uncle charlie and slob
1: on my knob comes on but Mm -hmm. we'll see how these two go back and forth yeah, so I found a statement uh that Shaka Khan released. She said, "Uh, we don't need no script. We don't need fun and games. We don't need no battles. We don't need no bullshit. I'm not here to play. I wouldn't battle nobody. It's not a competition.
2: Yeah, that's all that is. I've seen what y'all do on the internet. I'm not playing with that. Yeah. Y'all are fucking weird and negative.
1: <laughs> like, leave me alone. Yeah, I I'm respect chilling. that. I respect that coming. I mean, again, I've been felt like that with these... uh. With these verses, it's like it's now. It's just um, it's like a it's like a show, you know what I mean? Like you do a record, I do a record, you know, back and forth type of thing. Um, but it's I don't I don't I don't feel like even though I felt like the, the Fat Joe ja Rule kind on of, Connor, it had that was a battle though, and that was expected because so it's hip hop. So yeah, was... it was the locks was definitely a battle. They had Michael Buffer, like <laughs> you know, uh, Styles was 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 trying to pull Cam off the beach chair, <laughs> um. Sheik was calling uh grown men pussies yeah. i was like this is over i didn't think that we was going to get a single bar that night but it, we got a legendary uh Ms. battle Ms. that night
2: mr versus just destroyed everyone yeah yeah um that's so, fire to yeah. me though that if you look at this entire versus thing of mm-hmm. the amount of legends that have been on this their accomplishments the music they made everything mm-hmm. that jadakiss is is still mr versus
1: yeah and i and i you know again I tweeted that night, like yo, because I saw a lot of people just counting the locks out, like, and I was like, "Oh, y'all just don't know about the locks, and it's yeah. fine." Like, the locks were from the mid late '90s, so it's like you know, a lot of these people that are on the internet watching this thing now, they were born in '99, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, okay, oh, y'all just don't, y'all weren't outside, so I understand. But um, yeah, I'm gonna watch Shaka Khan, Stephanie Mills, only because it's like, listen, there's two legends, man. Why not? I feel you. Yeah, bring you back to your teenage love affair. Three, six, and bone thugs. Another teenage love affair. I don't know if that's love. I don't know if it was any love affairs. And uh, I think he might have been in, in a few. Well, slob on my knob. Slob on my knob will make you fall in love for sure. If the, if the, if, a, if a girl knows how to slob on your knob correctly, you will have a love affair. I, I mean, if she could sing thuggish, ruggish bone at the right pitch, I might fall in love. Or sing, especially it while, when I was a teenager. Or <laughs> sing it while you're slobbing on my knob. That's that sounds like a great time. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, why not? Why not? Sing Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Well, yeah, you know the the.
2: I feel like, how they flip their syllables? I feel like teeth have, have to be used when you sing no, it's just Thuggish more so, Ruggish Bone. It's
1: more so like this, the rapid tongue. From like, oh, okay. You know the what I'm th- saying? Thuggish Ruggish Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what know. I'm saying? Like, that's what I mean. To me, I'm just like, I'm, I'm down. I, I, I'd go for it. You, she should try it. Would you take that girl on vacation? Yeah, but you got to know. We talked about this. You have to know what type of woman to take where. Like, where you can't take. A woman just, you know, you have to know which woman you could take to which vacation destination. Every woman is not Turks worthy. Every woman is not, you know, Hawaii worthy. Every woman is not the Bahamas worthy. Some women you just got to take right to Miami. Okay. Or, you know, take right to Orchard Beach in the Bronx. <laughs> um, Maybe Long Island, maybe Jones Beach or something Jones, like that. Yeah, or Long Beach. Long yeah. Beach is nice. Yeah, you could, but everybody can't go to the... the the crystal blue waters. But why would you,
2: if the type of girl that you can't take to Turks, you would take to Miami, you could
1: find that girl in Miami. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You don't need to take her to Miami. Maybe. She's there already. (laughs) Right, but you have to even, but you still have to know, like, the bigger picture is you have to know which woman deserves what vacation destination. But I feel like because a woman got to have style, like, see, because women, a lot of women don't have vacation style. They don't have vacation etiquette. They wear the wrong shit on vacation. But it's vacation. It don't yeah. matter what you wear. No, it as does As long as it's nothing. She, uh, if a woman doesn't have style, she can embarrass you when it's time to go to dinner at night on a vacation. You'll walk in that restaurant from like, what the fuck is she wearing? I'm telling you. I mean, but you don't, you don't know nobody out there. That's the beauty of vacation. But you, it's you, though. You're sitting across the table and you have to look at this terrible get up that she chose to wear for the night. You booked a flight. <laughs> you don't know. You what never she pa- saw what
2: she wore before yeah, but Turks.
1: She, but that's what I'm saying. You don't know what she packed. You have to trust that you have a woman that's stylish enough to know what to wear when it's still 80 degrees at night on the island. You know what I mean? Like, you have, every woman don't know how to really throw that together. Like, you can't go to dinner with her wearing, like, the, the fishnet see-through cover-up that she had on a bikini. Like, she can't wear that to dinner. Well, she put a formal lingerie under it this time for dinner instead, oh, instead can't. of the bathing suit. Oh, no, it's embarrassing, because now you're sitting there.
2: Well, what resort are we at? It doesn't matter. Are we matter. at Noble and Cabo or are we at you're,
1: you're the Sandals amongst, in Jamaica? You're sitting amongst <laughs> other grown adults and like your girl walks in with like some fishnet see-through something for dinner. Yeah, I'm about to bust that down later
2: after nah, these lamb chops. Oh, man, she can't say
1: everything ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? Like you got to know where you ta- who you taking and where you taking them to. I feel like, and why I guess men are kind of pieces of
2: shit, I feel like the girl you're trying more to court, or impressed
1: gets the iller vacations than the girl that you already have and know. Oh, yeah, of course. But even her, you have to know where to take her, though. Because you can be trying to court her and it's new and it's fresh and it's like, you know, but you have to know where to take her. You can't just take this yo I'm going to take her here. And then you get to an island and you're like, oh, my God. But now tr- you're stuck for four or five days with this woman that doesn't deserve to be on this island with you. Well, four or five days with a new person,
2: you're setting yourself up. I can't do four or five days with people I've known for the rest of my entire life. How
1: long would you usually spend on a vacation in the islands? Four days at least. Yeah. All right. Three actual real days. And then that fourth for the travel. Yeah. I can't do, I get irritated
2: real easy. I have to find somebody that I know that we could go explore different parts of this
1: resort for like a couple hours away from each other and then together. (laughs) Knows how to have good conversation, likes to laugh, have a good time but I mean just don't give me an itinerary we spoke about I hate don't have an itinerary talking about yo we gotta get up at 8.30 because the shuttle leaves at 10 and we are gonna like I, don't give me that I wanna get up when I wanna get up on vacation I'm gonna sound really fucking miserable and I'm gonna get killed on this and this has nothing to do with my
2: life experience I promise you guys this is really for pod conversation purposes the wifey vacations you may not wanna waste on the ill trip <laughs> That's sick as
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want
1: to take wifey to the ill destinations?
2: Because it's going to be a wifey vacation. It's going to yeah, be what, what you so just ra- said. What's it's going to be what you just said. A dope vacation? Oh, no, no, no. no I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. Right, of course. Right. And I'm not saying go take a side somewhere. I'm just okay. saying, in, you know, in between when you're just dating a girl, like a new girl, yeah. or when you've been with a girl for a long time. I promise it's, I has nothing to do with my life. The more I say it, the more it sounds like it is, but I promise it's not. Okay. Yeah, them wifey vacations, like with your family, it feels like at that point. Like I know you. Yeah, like I like, duh, We can't explore anything about each other. <laughs> See, that's
1: fucked up. Because I feel the <laughs> no, but that,
2: that's a catch twenty two of it. Like with vacations, with that type of shit. Because when you are in the courtship and like dating, getting to know somebody, the illest places to do it are on like vacation. Because yeah. it's fun and highs and shit.
1: But you can get to know your girl or your significant other on a vacation to a place that neither of you have ever been. That's true. I guess you to like, learn, like learn if, shit together. Yeah, like if you put yourself in a situation where it's like, okay, I've never done this and she hasn't done it either. It's like, okay, you do that together. Now you have that memory recorded and you know what I mean? Like, Because a, a vacation is, if we're just being honest, like let's be brutally honest. A vacation is just so we can do stuff during the day, your girl could tan or whatever, and then like you go pictures. back to the room and have nasty sex, of like course. fuck this room entirely up. You mm. Use You got to use 300 towels on vacation. Oh, of course. Like, you have to keep calling downstairs. I come with an extra stack of my own racks. Yeah, you have to keep calling downstairs. Like, I need 10 more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why does this man keep calling the front desk for towels? Like, because I'm getting nasty in here. It's, and, all right, vacations are a couple things. Because there's levels of the vacation. There Mm -hmm. is the
2: courtship. Let's go have fun. Let me get to know you in, like, a Turks. or like, well, let's make it for everybody. Like, just a warm location. Yeah. Then there's the, I'm really in a relationship and, like, let's go to the pyramids and learn about history together. Like that's oh, when no, you that's, get into like
1: a full, let's go to Guam no, and understand you take indigenous a girl to the cultures. The pyramids, like, y'all better be engaged or married. That's what I'm saying. No, this is at like the real wifey, wifey yeah. stage where those like vacations. If I'm taking you to see King Tut, we're married.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not, it's not Dubai, even if they're close, it's not Dubai, like, let me piss on this girl mm-hmm. in this foreign state. Mm-hmm. It's a weird cycle and I, I've observed it. You go from the the, the hot, warm places to court, then you go travel to like weird locations to learn history and like get to know and be an adult and all that bullshit Mm -hmm. and then once that phase is over you're now at the i've known this person way too fucking long let's go back to the hot warm resort Mm -hmm. to see if we can make this thing work again
1: (laughs) yeah let's let's try to do what we used to do yeah and it won't work you got to use vacations kind of like a Let's see if the fire is still there between us. How,
2: like, how many times have you been to like a warm resort or location? You could even say Miami and mm-hmm. seen that old couple like just trying to make yeah, it work. You could tell, like, dog, like,
1: yo, no, y'all should go back to yeah, Paris. <laughs> yeah, like she's in the pool. He's at the bar. They're not speaking to each other. No. Yeah, you know that couple. It's like, okay, they're trying to make it work, but it looks like it's over with. And that's just the three levels of of vacationing. Yeah, you got to, you got to, um, you have to know. Who you're taking and where you're taking them. Like, that's a real thing because I've had some horrible, like, some of the homies call me like, yo, I'm like, what happened to the girl you took to? Bro, we went out there, she was got drunk, and I had to carry her out of the thing, and she was cursing the staff. out. Things could go bad. Like, Where'd really bad. Her? Like, wherever you took her, she got oh. drunk and started cursing the staff. out. Now you're here, and these people have to look at you every, you know, they talk about you at, in, in the office, like, yo, that couple in room, whatever, like, yo, she's an asshole. So now that your vacation is ruined, it's like, and then you, you didn't even know this girl had that side to her where she gets drunk like that and curses people out, you still got two days left. Well, Deal that, with it. That's why you had to take her to Griffin to figure that out. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take her somewhere local, get to know her first, because you don't know where you're taking them. You can't take, everybody can't go everywhere. That's the bottom line. You got to know where you're taking these girls, which vacation, who deserves which destination, because well, everybody you, can't go to the same place. Do
0: you think a vacation is a good time to ask a girl for a threesome?
1: I think that's the best place if a girl that you actually like if you see her catching rhythm with another lady there like you know they at the pool kicking it and like oh we're going to go to the bar or oh, we're going to go get something to eat and you kind of see her getting like a little oh, bob but it's more so is it a is it a threesome or is it a swingers thing because nine times out of 10 she's probably with a man the other the other chick mm. well that's that's where you have to figure out of those types of
2: places you take which girl to which take girl, to what place yeah.
1: cuz there's a lot of resorts that a lot of single people are at yeah. it's not the couple's resort yeah, absolutely um, and hedonism in Jamaica is terrible by the way I don't know if have, y'all I haven't are. been yeah my, my homeboys went twice and they was like bro you know you because you, I thought hedonism was the shit like there's a bunch of beautiful naked women no all old couples walking around <laughs> ass naked too yeah titties out saggy asses just no naturally. no those
2: the nude beaches like even the ones in Jersey like yeah it's just gonna be a bunch of new people you don't. If you, you don't want wanna dude. just be naked yeah. Yeah. and be by yourself,
1: don't go to a new beach. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> New beaches is not ill. It's not, it's not what you think. It's definitely not what you think, which is why I never went. Like, after a couple of the homies went and they're like, terrible. I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't going there. I will say though, to Carl's point, if you're with like your girl girl, mm-hmm.
2: that's not like, y'all don't already have that threesome relationship, mm-hmm. vacation would be the only place that it would pop off. Like, it would have to be, mm-hmm. you'd have to find someone. Something about when girls are not in their hometown or like anywhere around anyone that would know them or judge them, they become themselves that they wanted to become. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a good thing because that woman makes a great mother. Mm -hmm. But if you get her on that vacation vibe and she lets loose... Maybe you can learn some shit about wifey.
1: <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine, and she, because you know the whole I never had a threesome thing. She thought I was like lying about it. I'm like, no, I honestly, think I ne- right. no, never had a threesome. And she basically confirmed what I always felt about threesomes. Like, it's really not. It's kind of overrated. It's for them. It's not for you. Yeah. So she was like, "Yo, honestly, you're not really missing anything." And I, but I always felt like that. Like I never felt like having a threesome was something that I needed to do. I will. All right. At this point before we beat this into the ground because we're talking about vacation
2: wifey all that shit you should do that with wifey and I always say that the opposite don't don't ever do threesome with that but it is fun it's like a bonding experience to fuck a girl together that's a different type of threesome there's mm. threesomes where three people are having sex and then there's threesomes where you and this girl are gonna go fuck that girl
1: that's true yeah I don't know it's, if I'm it's doing drastically that. different <laughs> I don't know if I'm it's a bonding that, experience it's a fun wifey, thing a wifey no
2: now you wake up like together, like, yeah, we did that. Nah. <laughs> nah. We smoked her, you know what I mean? nah. <laughs> We
1: smoked her boots. Nah, nah, nah. With wifey,
0: you can't do that? Yeah, that's, why
1: not? That's sick. Nah, I don't think I could do that. Not with wifey. Why she not? You be nah.
0: kissing her, you, you know what I mean? All right, Carl. Because, relax. Relax. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Carl, you're right. yo, 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 so cool? crazy in there. Like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so crazy. In his own little cubby.
1: <laughs> he got nasty real quick, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, but uh, yeah, uh, a friend of mine, she confirmed it. Like, yeah, you're not really missing nothing. Or she was saying, like, Yo, we should go fuck a girl together. No, she's 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 vocal enough that she would have said that. Okay. Yeah, she's she's she doesn't she's not shy though. She would have definitely said that. But yeah, she's like, uh eh. I mean if you want to do it, do it, but you're not missing shit. So just don't force it. Yeah. Like I've always said. <clears throat> um, is there any other shit that
2: we have to hit on a more fun type of level? Um I know Adele drops uh tonight while we're recording this Friday we'll be out tomorrow or today when you're listening to this um, I, I know you're not like the Adele guy the way I am but I love Adele shout out
1: to, uh, shout out to my guy Rich Paul
2: yeah, I love Adele I, I didn't know Rich Paul and Adele knew each other shut up Man, what are you talking about am I missing something
1: you didn't know Rich Paul and Adele were like dating they were together So you dead ass no that's his girlfriend <laughs> what's wrong with you you serious that's Rich's girl yeah Oh, it's amazing! Yeah. Oh, well, tell Rich I you want I tickets. This <laughs> <laughs> girl's <laughs> music is great. <laughs> <You> want tickets? <laughs> Look at you now, like oh, Rich's girl. Yeah, no nah, Rich. Rich and I Del didn't know together. That. Yeah. Oh, you wow. didn't see the, the Oprah the Oprah special? No. Yeah, they um Rich Rich posted the pictures. They okay. you know, sat with Oprah together.
2: I well, I actually feel really good that I don't know that. Yeah. That makes me feel better about myself that I really don't know what's going on. Yeah. With no, I, I love Adele's celebrity.
1: Music. Adele music. The um She's one of the. She's one of the ones. We oh 100%. That. Yeah, we know that. She's one of the, she's one of the ones. Um well, I'm really excited about this album. Yeah, me really, too. I'm looking really forward excited. to it. I'm looking forward to it. We haven't heard from Adele in a, in a minute. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing with what she cooked up.
2: Yeah. And I mean Raven took all the photos, so it's gonna be great. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh dope. Yeah, shout yeah. Out Raven's, to Raven. Raven's been Adele's photographer for a little while now. Yeah, so. she
1: she took photos of us. I didn't hear the camera go off. I don't know if that if the camera if the it photos ever really didn't happened. hit the same way it hit Adele. Probably. Yeah. She, yeah, she told us. She said, "No, stand right here." We, we, didn't, we didn't look. We the stood there, and then it was just over. Oh, she just walked away. I was like, "Did she take it?" Like, <laughs> we ain't look. We yeah, ain't look as good as Adele. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's like I look like Rich. You look like Adele. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah. Shout out to Raven. Um, that's dope. That she uh. Raven's doing she's doing dope shit man of course I remember having a conversation with Raven years ago when she first spoke to me about getting into taking photos and yeah. I, I told her I was like yo that's dope go for that shit like you know what I me mean? it. like she didn't know anything about it I remember too she just said she wanted to buy a camera and, and jump into it and she had an idea for a series I don't know if she ever did it well she didn't call me to take a photo but she had a, a really dope idea for a series of photos she wanted to do um I'm not sure if she did it but she should definitely do that because I thought that that was an amazing Was it the idea. Say Cheese thing? I think so. Did she, she did, do that? She did it, yeah. Oh. That, that was the first series that like really popped off her. Okay.
2: Ravey B, the photographer that people that don't know. Dude, yeah. Jay-Z, Beyonce, all that shit. One yeah. of my best shout friends. shout out to Raven, man. Um, wow, I see. I didn't know I had all these people that were so close to Adele in my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Here I am big playing her in the studio. Y'all are like, hey, are you sad? I'm like, no, nah, I just like Adele.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Adele's. she's... Uh, timeless classic voice man she's she's amazing adele is amazing i would like out of this album like some features i know she doesn't do that type of shit i would like to
2: hear like some and we don't get in a
1: trackless do we that doesn't happen with adele does it i doubt it let me see on the pre-order yeah i would love to see like the trackless just to see like what we're gonna get like what if we see like a uh 21 savage feature with adele oh no we have
2: with uh errol garner okay I feel like there's going to be and I, I really don't have any inside information I promise I feel like there's going to be some sneaky features in here because I feel like she
1: hasn't done hope so. that shit before yeah I hope so like I need a crooning James Blake Adele duet <laughs> it, it's, it, but everybody it would have to be the special ones though because everybody can't hang with oh, Adele on the 100%. track so yeah I would love to see I just feel features. like James could out her <laughs> you think so yeah well Adele's happy now so that That's might be true. yeah so that you might be right in that she, she's happy now so Hey, you know Rick, they hey say. Rich, we, I better not get no fucking happy music on this album. Yeah, Rich, if it's too if it's too heavy on the happy, man, we're going to have to hey, get in yo, the group I, text I don't soon, like man. this. Yeah. yeah. Take Rich to the strip club, give him some <laughs> lap dances, piss Adele off.
2: <laughs> Secretly videotape yeah, him. Yeah.
1: Get back to the real <laughs>
2: shit, man. Yeah. absolutely. Even if Rich does nothing, I, I Photoshop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Peege on it. He'll make it happen. He'll disturb that home in a minute. Um, is there any other music coming out tomorrow? Do y'all know? I've, I've, I've been... Hmm. Uh, Traveling. I've been been traveling. Oh, Silk Sonic came out. I know we talked about it on stage so much. That's why I I feel like we're repeating ourselves. I always, I fucking hate we do live shows. Silk Sonic came out. And I love
1: the fact that they kept it. They didn't go crazy. What is it? Nine tracks? I love that. I love that. Do you feel like this is a Anderson pack? You said that. Featuring Bruno Mars. No, man. Bruno is Bruno, man. We I say wasn't. uh, Yeah, nah, but we're not going to say featuring. Like, nah, Bruno is Bruno. This is Silk Sonic. No, he, he killed, he killed uh, Anderson's backgrounds. He
2: killed his leads, too. I'm not going to let you beat <laughs> yeah. He killed his fucking leads, I love man. Bruno. Yeah, Bruno's amazing. I just feel like Bruno's Anderson
1: kind of... He shined more on this, you think?
2: Yeah, and I feel like how we kept saying whose world are they going to go into, even though Bruno obviously does this type of music. Absolutely. As how they delivered it, like even on certain cadences and, and shit, it was times... I, at one point, I thought Bruno was Anderson. Like he was, I felt like he was delivering like Anderson on most records. Okay, he wasn't delivering like Bruno, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with because I really enjoy the project, mm-hmm. and I do want to do a lyric breakdown on one of those joints uh, next episode. Because
1: cool, because they've been through some <clears> shit. <throat> you yeah, no, two. I, I, I love subtly. The, I, I love the project. They got Bootsy Collins on there on, on some of the intros, um, which is dope. So yeah, I like I like this album, man. I think it was it was worth the wait. I think they may have waited maybe two months too to. Late to drop it. I feel like two months ago would have been perfect to drop it. I mean, we said we, we, we like taking their time. Just, yeah. But, but I'm not mad that they made us. Taking time for it, nine. Yeah, I get it. You know, it was like, because when we got the first single one, was it January? A long time ago. You know what I mean? So it was like they, they really rolled this thing out, slow cooked it, made us wait. They didn't want the music to just be microwave. You know, people's songs come out and they just listen for a week and then that's it. So they really wanted to slow cook this. But it's a great project.
2: What did you think about Smoking Out the Window? Love it. Love that song. What about like the contents of it? I think like, it was right
1: on br- i seen a lot of people calling it like, you know, parody shit
2: and all oh, no, that. Oh no, I was talking about like just how you, the way they were explaining the girl.
0: They were simping for sure. That
2: they were going with. They, the first verse, they broke down like who she like. Yo, she was a hoe. She had a kid. Her man was uh, almost got me beat the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, yo, <laughs> let me take her on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to take her She needs like, it. She needs it. I don't want to judge them because not to say I've been in that situation, but I've come close. Mm-hmm. It was so many red flags in that first verse. And then it was like, ah, now I'm just sitting here smoking out of the window. Like, sir, Contemplate. did you listen to
1: your own first verse? Right, right. <laughs> no, I thought that I thought the song was dope. I thought it was a perfect uh, last single for the project. Yeah. Um, the music is crazy. The uh, the vocals of that Anderson Pack and, and Bruno. Thundercat on there, too. Yeah, they date. This entire project, every song to me is like, and I'm glad it's not tuned, like nine tracks was perfect. 31 minutes, yeah. Perfect. That was a perfect, perfect, perfect amount of music for that type of vibe and that type of sound. Um, I just I just want to do more of a deep dive. I want
2: to sit with them just to talk about Smoking Out the Window. Like, I need to hear about this relationship with yeah, this girl I, that, that I want you, to sit with them did. to
1: talk about just the entire project and the, and, and the way they rolled it out. Like, to me, that was v- real brave and bold for them to do that in the era where, you know, like you said, we get music every week now. Yeah. So I like the fact that they they slow cooked it and you know they gave it to us in doses and then gave us the full the full course and they delivered. They, they didn't drop the ball. The album is dope. The music is incredible. Um, the vocals are incredible. I know you like to say it's um it's almost too perfect.
2: On this one, it it still kind of is. It is still Bruno in that capacity mm-hmm. as it's extremely polished. But I I think I need to see this album live. Oh, I can't wait because I think you'll get some of those the more warm imperfections and not polish it with the live band. And I know they're gonna seeing them live is a, is a must. You have to this, see this, this album to me. I think will make more sense live than it does on record. And then and then live the band gets to play with the music and, a little more. And we know Anderson and and Bruno
1: together both with their own. I still I still tell people Bruno Mars still has one of the best halftime Super Bowl shows. Uh, well, he's done the last seven. So you're talking about the one with, <laughs> with Beyonce? Which one are you talking about? Any of them. He's just one of those those performers that anytime he, he touches the stage, it's, it's a full-out performance. Like, he's a performer, entertainer in every sense of the word. This may sound blasphemous to a lot of people.
2: Where do you rank it with The weekends last last year? Or this year? That was this year, right? This year.
1: This year. The, um... The Weekends was dope uh, visually, especially with the whole COVID shit and him using the bandages uh, all year walking around like that in character. I think he played into that perfectly um, with all of the dancers and everybody. You know, the moving pieces had to wear masks, obviously. I think The Weeknd played into that amazingly. Um, vocally, it wasn't... I mean, uh, The Weeknd is not strong as, as vocally as Bruno. Of course not. I just think the performance in itself was... It was no, they went all out. That shit was crazy. No, no, to the me. weekend shit was. It was definitely one of the best we've seen. Um, I don't know if it was the internet thing where that mob mentality where people have to start
2: to hate something when one person starts. But yeah. to me, that weekend shit was incredible. No, I don't was. know why everyone hated it that no, shit. Abs- I, I, I went I back yeah. and watched but it. People, are, even I think I may had a few comments about it. But then I watched
1: it again. I was like, this shit is incredible. Yeah, I think some people were more so talking about the um, the vocal performance more than anything. You know what I mean? But I think that he he. Um, Visually, with what they were able to do with that performance for the weekend was, was amazing. And then we have what? Dre and Snoop this year? Dre, Snoop, Mary, Eminem. Um, I feel like I'm missing... Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. That's going to be an insane medley. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, wow. And it's in LA, right? I believe so. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think it's at the Sophie Field or whatever that shit is called. <clears throat> the... Crypto.com football field. <laughs> That's
1: a terrible <laughs> name. That's a terrible name. Oh, all right. Speaking well, of I know all we
2: killed Ho for all that, but I mean at least at least we get all those performance at halftime. He got and it no, right. No, but in this, but in this era though, of like the football fan and how crazy they've gotten about like, don't bring anything black around me <laughs> except <laughs> don't, for don't the players. Us to death.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That lineup is fucking I was nuts. Pissing people off.
2: That's gonna be for hysterical. Sure. Oh, you hey, mean there's you no Garth? Garth?
1: <laughs> you know they you know you know football fans want their Garth Brooks at halftime. Hunter, Bruce Springsteen is not on this bill. Yeah, nah, they pissed off about that. They want Garth. They want Bruce. Not and, this year. And you know Kendrick's gonna. He's gonna. Oh, he's gonna go crazy. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. It was good to see Kendrick. It might uh, be a whole
2: African tribe on that stage. Yeah, he's gonna go
1: crazy. He's gonna go absolutely crazy. <laughs> he As might.
2: He, he might wrap his whole set on
1: one knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. That's fire I love that. Yo, <laughs> that's fire, I'm not mad at that at all. I'm definitely not mad. at And that. put the American flag behind him. He might he might freestyle over
2: the fucking uh Star Spangled banner.
1: <laughs> On no, one nah, knee. If he do that, it's gonna be a riot. You know they can't. You can't you can't mess up the Star Spangled you know, Kendrick, banner. Don't remix the Star Spangled. Kendrick, I know you're not listening, but <laughs> <laughs> We know you won't
2: hear this. If shit, even do, I don't know, if you do the Pledge of Allegiance somehow, remix it. Do something to just piss off white people. Yeah. He, oh in, no, I think I think this, I think them just being in the building is pissing pissing people off. I think Everyone should forgive Jay for however they they viewed that entire deal with the NFL.
1: Which if he freestyles. Nobody, they, they still don't know what the deal was. If he freestyles over the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> <laughs> on one knee, no, that's then it's be, all worth it. That's going to be the last year for that shit. I can guarantee if that happens, that lineup going to look very different next year. What if they say all those names and Cap just comes out
2: to just the empty stage? It's like, hey, I'd like to talk to you guys I about would. police brutality. Yeah. <laughs> I no would Dre, love them,
1: no Snoop, no Mary. I, I would love for them to try to incorporate Kaepernick in some in some form or fashion. I they would can love can't that. Do that. Why not?
2: I don't. Of course, I don't know the deal or anything like that. But Jay, you still have to play the game
1: somewhat. The NFL is not, I'm not allowing. Cap Kaepernick to... is going to be at the halftime. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. he I'm just saying incorporate him somehow. I'm not saying he has to be there. I mean, I'm sure they're not picking their wardrobe. Everyone could wear seven jerseys. That I'm sure Kendrick would probably do the Afro you know what i mean like just little things like that little subtle
0: are we sure of this like, lineup
1: we're just talking shit right now <laughs> no that's <laughs> Is that's Kendrick on the bill for sure yeah that's been announced i that's
2: that announced. day in vegas shit i will say i have not like envied missing a, a performance in mm-hmm. quite some time mm-hmm. that kendrick shit looked insane yeah
1: it looked it looked it, look, it looked like just seeing him in that whole and what he was wearing uh it gave you know the whole retro vibe it's it was it was Kendrick in every sense of the word. Like he's doing his own thing. He doesn't look like nobody. He doesn't sound like nobody. And it just looks like he's he's now in a different in his life. You could tell he's in a different space. He's 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 doing something totally different. He's all the way in his art bag, his creative uh energy, and everything is intentional. Yeah, from you know his image and his aesthetics and the wardrobe and the music was always intentional with him. But um. You can tell now he's 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 a complete artist. He's a complete artist now.
2: And the records he chose to perform too, like, I, like Seaside's off of Good Kid, Mad City. He mm-hmm. was performing. I was like, all right, this is one of those I would have still sing about me when yeah. he got his bag on that. I was like, yeah. all right, I would have loved to see that performed at a festival, mm-hmm. and and just even with the stage presence he had with with all the dancers and the certain type of chor- choreographical shit mm-hmm. he was doing like that was one of those shows i, I like seeing Damn. artists
1: disappear and then come back and like look totally different but, but only still few, sound sharp only few get that luxury oh absolutely we only know few. that on the, the greats the, the legends get that luxury and it's good to see them come back and they haven't missed a beat they still sharp the music isn't suffering um i just i just like that i love seeing artists you know stay out of the public eye for a while and then when you see them it's like they look good they yeah. sound they, they sound amazing and that's what Kendrick did with uh in, at Day in Vegas. He looked great, sound amazing, and I, I'm wait. I can't wait for new music from him. Honestly, he's he's one of those dudes that you look at like, you know, Kendrick is recording. He's back in the studio. Like even when you hear that, you're like, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, and shout out to Day in Vegas. To to my understanding, I didn't see any major, crazy health things. I didn't see anyone passed away. Didn't see anything outside of the norm for a festival. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for um putting on a safe show, especially at that capacity, because. I mean to me that's probably the best lineup I've I've seen in quite some time for any festival and the amount of acts and the amount of people, three days, like that's some hard shit to pull off. Yeah. So shout out to everyone behind that. Um if, if someone didn't know, some we health couldn't problems, be there, but I'm n I am was not aware and condolences, but yeah, no, it sucks that we couldn't be there. But... Yeah. Um, but to talk about somebody that definitely preached uh being an amazing father. Unfortunately, Young Dolph uh passed away on Wednesday. Um in Memphis. And I believe it was a a cookie store that he had been promoting for for quite some time. Um and I, I will say I don't know the politics behind anything that's going on. The only thing I do know is somebody that was an amazing talent uh and from what we see an amazing family man yeah. uh, passed away. And and that shit is is, is <clears throat> extremely
1: unfortunate. It's um it's unfortunate, but um it's so familiar, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate to say that um me personally as a black man I've become numb to it. Um, it won't be the last. It's unfortunate to say it won't be the last. Um, and it's a cycle that, as black men or black people that we've been, just been caught up in for so many years, it's um you know this street mentality this um this energy that we walk with and we live with in our communities is so toxic and so you know so much trauma behind it and um you know coming from somebody that lost a brother to gun violence um it it changes you it changes the family um you no longer have a certain trust that you had in people mm. when some someone is taken away from you like that it it changes you forever it it turns you into this cold person that um you know you have a hard time looking at people and and really trusting yeah because something something in someone that you love so much and cared about was taken away uh due to gun violence, and um it just perpetuates more situations uh True. you know more families will suffer, it's just more more uh black children growing up without their father uh a black woman having to raise kids without you know. Her husband, and um, all for what? Yeah, you know, it's like it's what is it all for? What is it all about? And it's um, again, it's just this nasty uh cycle and this nasty energy that we have in our community that I think that um, I don't know if we'll ever truly break out of it because you know you look at the world now and the opportunity and the access that we have with the internet and uh, you know, being able to be entrepreneurs. There's so many young entrepreneurs now. A lot of young creatives making a lot of money. Um, information is, 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 is so available these days. Uh, so you, you, you ask yourself, and you know, you still, a lot of these communities, there's still not a lot of resources. It's mm. still not a lot of, uh, you know, jobs and, you know, programs available in certain areas of the country that um, need to be addressed. And we know that. Um, but here's a guy that loved his city. Uh, Repped his city all over the world wherever he went. um, Openly gave to people, gave opportunity, supported people, put people in position to uh, do better things with their lives and and better themselves. Was very big on you know giving. He always spoke about giving opportunity, giving because he he didn't have opportunities. So when he was had wasn't put in a position to give people an opportunity, he made sure he did that. Um, You know was into real estate. He has Mm. um a real estate catalog already set up for his kids. They own a lot of properties. I, I was reading he owned all of his masters. Um, yeah. You know, so he was one of those minds that just understood that he had to be the guy to break the the cycle and break the chain of, you know, how he does business and how he moves as a man and the way he sets up his kids' future. So it was just unfortunate to see him taken from his family and taken from the culture in um, his own backyard in the yeah. city that he loved. Supporting a business that uh, was black owned, you know, and it's um, it's unfortunate, man. Like you know, I, I um, I bumped into Dolph when we were in Atlanta, or when I was in Atlanta, um, early this year <clears throat> at the airport. We were going through TSA together, like literally right behind each other. But you know, you have the mask on, so you don't really can't see people's faces anymore. Yeah. But um, when he, you know, you had to take his jacket off, so it's the Dolph chain and all. I said, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's Dolph." And I just made sure I gave him dap and I said, yo, like, I I fuck with you. Like, you know, I I like what you're doing. I like the things that you're saying. I like the way you move, you know, like you're doing it right. And it was a quick exchange. Gave each other dap and went out separate ways. But it was just unfortunate to uh, receive that news and, and, and to read that online and then to see the images and stuff like that. And we don't realize how much trauma that gives us. You know what I'm saying? Like when we see people in our culture being taken like that. Cause we just so used to scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm-hmm. Like we don't realize that that shit stays with us. Those Broad images daylight. stay with us. Yeah, like, and it's unfortunate, man. Because this, here's a guy that, from his city, like Nip, mm-hmm. was trying to do some positive things and trying to support and put people in position to better themselves and give back to the community and love his people, and you know his own people, taking them out. It's tragic. It's it's, it's unfortunate. Again, more black children now growing up without their father. Um. Yeah, and it's just you know I'm just I'm just being honest. I don't I don't know if it'll ever stop. I don't know if I'll be alive for it. I hope it stops. I don't, I don't know if I'll be here to see it. But you know it's it's unfortunate. Like this is this is it's an unfortunate thing that in our culture we are so accustomed to and so used to that it's it's a, it's a, it's a shame. And you know again it's it's not the last. And that's the sh- and that's the thing that bothers me is that this is not going to be the last.
2: Yeah, and unfortunately, not everyone's famous, mm-hmm. so not the last could be happening right now. Mm-hmm. In the next hour, everything, that is really sad that everyone doesn't even get the proper attention mm-hmm. when the same situation does happen right. just because they're not famous mm-hmm. and also could be doing just as much positive shit in the world. Um, So yeah. that, that also kind of doubles down on, on how sad that entire thing can be, but... Prayers for Dawes family for for his two kids, his wife.
1: Yeah. um It's funny when you, when you brought up and continue to support them because yes. you know a lot of people. Again, I'm speaking from experience. A lot of people are there when you know it first happens, and you know they're there for the family to reach out. But those calls stop, those visits stop, oh, yeah. the support stops, mm-hmm. and um, you know, not saying that you know life goes on. Is it's, it's, I don't want to sound harsh, but that's just the reality life will go on but um it's important to always reach back to families that go through tragedy like this especially when it's, the kids are so young because you know it's they grow up with so many questions yeah. they grow up with so many um you know things in their mind and um it's important to have a you know a village of people around them that that love and support them and let them know that we're still here and um your father was doing great things you, you know he was he had a lot of morals, a lot of integrity that he stood on. And um, you know, he was trying to make effective change in his uh, in his family and in his community. And um that's something that I don't think should fade away. I think we should keep we should keep, you know, preaching that and letting people know that Dolph was doing it right. Yeah. He was saying the right things, he was doing the right things, he was standing on what he his, his words that he spoke. Um Yeah, and it's just it's just sad, man. That shit is that shit is is it's a sad, sad thing that you know, it's so, it's just, like, I'm just numb to this shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, you just see it all the time, you hear it all the time, and it's not surprising, it's more so, like, damn, again, you know, like, we still with this shit, we still doing this shit, and, you know, again, you know, there's people that'll say, oh, but, you know, it was some real, you know, he had a lot of street shit going on, so what, man, like, that shit is so played out, like, you know, That street shit, I don't know, I just saw a statement, uh, a a, a press release today that the feds paid out almost $600 million to informants this year. Yeah. So if that ain't telling you that the streets is over with, you know what I mean? Like, informants are being paid out in a year $600 million, that street shit is over with, man. Like, you niggas better get education. You niggas better, you know, try try to pick up a trade, create some shit. That street shit is over with.
2: Cameras everywhere.
1: Yeah, like that. That you just you playing a game. Fucking you just, informant. It's literally cameras. Everywhere. Yeah, like you just waiting for your number to be called to be either killed or thrown, but and thrown in jail for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? It's like, but it's been this way for years, and that's what I'm saying I just don't know if it ever changed because it was this way when I was 16. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm not gonna act like I know anything really about it, so I, I don't. Yeah, in no. That, it's in just that, in, that, in that degree. It's just it's just a, it's a cycle, man. It's like we just caught in this 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 this. This fucked up cycle of, you know, hate and jealousy and envy and trauma and, you know, ego and insecurities. And it's just like a cycle of all of these things that affect our community and that kill our community. And, you know, it's again, you have people that make making effective change and trying to make change in their community, supporting their community and putting people in position, again, like a Nipsey, you know, like like a Dolph. And then you see this 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 type of shit happen. It's unfortunate, and again, man, just I just pray for his kids and his wife and his, his family because, like I said, I've been there. I know that pain. Um, It doesn't go away. You just learn to live with it. And I mean, hopefully, like I said, may, I, I probably won't be here to see it, but hopefully shit changes in our community and we start to love and support each other and, and talk more about our issues with each other and, you know, handle things differently. But this killing each other shit, this shit is corny, man. Like, taking people away from their families and you know their loved ones, and you just took somebody out of the community that was making effective change, that was trying to create opportunities for everybody. So and it's like now, who's there to do that? Mm. You know what I mean? So now it's like we 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 step we setting ourselves back by taking these leaders out of our community and these people that really want to make things happen in a positive way. So prayers to Dolph. You know, God rest sure. his soul. Prayers to his kids. Prayers to his wife, his loved ones, his friends, his fans. Yeah. And um, you know. Continue to support each other and, and love each other.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: No, said
2: that perfect. And I I don't want to end on a such a somber note, but I think everything you said there was was so important. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, this shit is just kind
1: of getting corny and annoying. That this yeah,
2: is a, a, it's, it's- a
1: headline every fucking day. It's 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 tragic, man. It's, you know, and again, I love my people, I love my community, but you know, this is why when people see success, they don't want to come back. Yeah, when people make money, they don't want to come back because you got you know this this jealousy and this this energy that is in our community that you know it's just it's cancerous. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's like we I don't know. <laughs> you know, you try to you try to think about scenarios where. You know, you try to figure out like why, and it's just always the same shit. It's like it doesn't even matter why. It's just like it just it just keeps happening, and it's you know, again, like and uh, and uh, like said, the unfortunate part is it won't be the last. That's the unfortunate part. You know, like uh, reading that, it was just like, damn, you know, Dolph, you know, you know everything he was saying, everything he was doing, and but it's like you know this is not gonna be the last. That's the part that really bothers me. It's like this will not be the last. Well, I think everything that you brought up before. Is always
2: the why. Doesn't matter the real scenario. Mm-hmm. The why is always comes from a traumatic experience or hereditary trauma that's been happening for so long. And that type of shit builds up ego, it builds up pride. It builds up mm-hmm. uh being on defense all the time. Mm-hmm. It builds up feeling like, all right, if they did this, I gotta do this. So that's really where it comes from, which of course we all know is way, way more deep rooted in this country um to begin with mm-hmm. so it's, yeah it never really is the details cuz we do know the why right and how to fix that uh, fuck if i know but it's it's just unfortunate to see all the time even just even when you don't them, even man. when you don't know or know the details right
1: like it still sucks i don't care if there was a a reason or whatever it just still sucks like damn all right. it doesn't have to go to that yeah so, it's all you know i mean i, I get we're going to have our issues we're going to have our disagreements and with one another like, you know, it's not a perfect world. We know that. But we gotta find a, a a different way to handle these these problems and these issues with each other because this is not, you know, this is not the answer. This yeah. is not it. This is this is just more black kids growing up without their fathers.
0: Yeah.
2: And and seeing all those videos. Which you know, I, I never followed Dolph on, on socials or anything, but of course when this happened, all those videos of, of his kids came out and his interactions with his kids that was definitely difficult to watch. Yeah. So you know um I guess in in Better News uh Julius Jones looked like he's not being executed today from my understanding. Good. Um from what I saw earlier. Mhm. Um I'm not sure exactly where that case is at cuz we are recording this right now but I I did see on the way in here that that would not be happening today if it did happen. Mm-hmm. Um very interesting case. Uh shit my I, my man Rich, who uh, we shot that first sketch ever. It's mm-hmm. his first cousin. Wow! Um, so, you know, I, I'm glad to see that, and and shout out to. I saw a lot of. I like when celebrity shit does work. So yeah, Cole going crazy with it, and yeah. shit. I, Kim too, Kim Kardashian. I know we yeah. shit all the time. Like, I, I like to see when that that type of attention works, but I don't want to take away from the people that bring it to the celebrities yeah, attention like the people that put the fo- footwork
1: in before. you appreciate the celebrities pushing it and, and making it a, you know using their platform to to amplify it um but it's it's really the everyone in the country really got yeah. that shit moving to get it to that place and, where let's, it keep, and let's keep and let's keep doing that you know I mean? let's keep raising awareness let's keep praying uh let's keep you know calling calling whoever we need to call local officials um Because, again, it's just not even if you know nothing about this case, you just read little things, you know that, okay, something isn't right. And it's funny when you watched all the media coverage
2: of like after George Floyd and and the countless things that we've seen with the quote unquote riots, even when they're not riots, but like protests um, and just people being in the street. There was a larger game plan with that because now it has officials scared. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Mm hmm. Because I think had everything not happened with George Floyd and the countless other names and the countless other cities where that type of stuff had happened where there were protests, there were marches, people there were, coming together making it. Fuck it. Yeah. There were riots too. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it has everyone shook. Yeah. So now when shit isn't gonna go the way it's supposed to, yeah, you should be scared. Yeah. Cause if you go through with this, it's your city next. Yeah. I agree. That's so. That's, that, that's the that's the, where, that's the plan. People don't see in the
1: media yeah. of like, oh my God, what's? Why would they do this? Now nah, they're doing it to scare your city. Yeah, and, and to and to let you know that you know, we care about each other. Yeah, and that we're gonna we're gonna come out, and we're gonna support each other again. Support and love each other, and this is the type of change and that you can make. You can you can get officials to start second guessing. Like, okay, we need to look deep into this. We need to really fine comb this thing maybe we missed something maybe you know what i'm saying the law isn't right right here like things like that they you know again that's all you can ask is that people raise awareness use their voices and to create effective change in a positive way and that and that's where they miss that word matter
2: Mm -hmm. his life matters so Mm -hmm. if you don't take a concern in his life yeah we're gonna show you that it matters Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely like we're gonna go out there and if you wanna say, how dare you lewd, how dare you tag this shit up, how dare you, how dare, you, how dare you stop traffic during yeah. holiday season? Nah, fuck that. This person mattered. And we're yeah. showing you that they fucking mattered. So be on, be on alert the mm-hmm. next time you run into a, a a spot where someone you don't care about, yeah. you have their decision to live or die. hmm So yeah, I'm I'm glad. Yeah. I think this all trickled down with everything that happened this this year and last year specifically. Mm-hmm. I think it's all tied in, and yes, I think everyone needs to kind of shut up about those protests and those riots. Of what the, what was the point of them? This was the point of them. Yeah, you got to you got to get your local government a little shook. Yeah, disrupt the system. So, absolutely. absolutely,
1: shout out shout out to everyone that was behind um, this entire thing. And prayers to him and his family. Um, you know, and hopefully, like we keep pushing and keep this thing going to where he is released and freed from prison. Yeah. Because for sure, I do believe he's wrongfully convicted of something that he didn't do. I believe that based on what I've read about the case and things like that. Like I do absolutely believe that this is this is wrong. Yeah. No, for certain. Um yeah, that was cool.
2: all right. <clears throat> well then we, we we can wrap up here. I know there there were some somber things. It was it was kind of a somber week, but we're definitely all gonna keep it pushing. Um and, and we'll be back with with some funnies and some laughs as well. But there was definitely some things that need to be addressed today. Hmm. Um. And yeah,
1: I guess. Uh, I guess we'll be back. We'll be back. What's today? Today is Friday. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back.
2: Uh, Saturday with the video. Tuesday with the, With the next audio.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. And we got merch coming soon. I'm, I did want to say that. Let people know they've been reaching out, seeing some pictures from the shows that the merch was available at the shows. Merch will be available online real soon. Um, so Which yeah. came
2: out uh, incredible, by the way. Thank you. Shout out, I,
1: I, shout, shout out shout out, to the guys at Vanity. Shout out to um, and Shout out to G. Um, they did an amazing job. You know, we collabed on some ideas, and uh, I leaned on them for their expertise. Shout out to everybody at Made Brands, Dustin. Uh, shout out to Biggs for putting that whole play together. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited, man. We got a lot of dope shit that we're going to try to get done the next few months with this merch thing um, just paying attention to the details you know what yeah, I mean no, it's, doing shit some is real fly really well. shit we don't want to just do merch just to do it I really want to do some some real dope creative shit in this space so
2: I get it you podcast gun <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck you <laughs> man. you are It's cool yeah but merch available soon because they have been asking online and you know people like oh it's not fair we don't have merch but yeah it's coming yeah it's just a little different it's not just regular merch yeah no this is different this is some shit that you can't
2: you could wash twice and that's that's it's over for the t-shirt
1: Yeah, no (laughs) this ain't that this ain't that so yeah merch coming soon um and shout out to everybody that came out to the live shows once again new york thank you la thank you st john thank you guru thank you wale thank Mm -hmm. you uh ari thank you um justice boogie reason just bug reese uh hop thank you uh first choice d j that new york d j first choice thank you um yeah man and um, we'll have some more cities coming soon twenty twenty two mhm um hopefully we get to see a lot of the states and touch a lot of the uh i don't wanna say touch the people that sounds crazy i mean you could i don't wanna you touch could touch the, the people yeah that, but that's the type of you shit might that. touch the people he uh, might touch let's shake the hands you may of people. touch a a woman, no, i will shake the hands of women for and thank them be, for coming out. It would be shows. consensual. of course I'm saying yeah, that. Yeah, shake the hands. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm Consensual handshakes. All right. Um so yeah, twenty twenty two, more cities coming, more shows coming. We got a lot of things visually we're gonna be bringing soon. Um so yeah, just thank you to everybody that came out these last two shows and supported. It was it was great. I had a lot of fun with y'all and um looking forward to seeing more of y'all soon. Cool. Um so yeah that's the ginger beard man. That is I I'm all, and uh we'll see y'all soon. We'll talk to y'all soon. Be safe, have fun. And uh love.
0: Love is love. No, 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 no worry and Bruh. I swear to God, bro, I remember walking out the house, walking down the street, finna go around my boy's house, wherever I'm going, go around my cousin's house. Bruh just thinking, bro, cuz. Just like damn, bro. I wish we had like, like, bro. Damn, bro. I wish I had somebody pull up on me. And just throw me something. Throw me a dub, Throw me a, like, damn, bro. I wish. Know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. I just, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I just remember all this shit. Everything, like, the sleeping on the floors. The my partners, they situations. The, just everything. So it's like, I just be thinking to myself, like, bro, do some shit you ain't ever did. I mean, do some shit. For somebody that ain't, you ain't never, nobody never, never did shit for you. Right. Now I mean, my whole thing be just the guilt, bro. You know what I mean? Cause you listen to me, Roger, be like, right, nobody never gave me shit. I ain't know what this is, that, or this. So, me, I just be like, bro, shit, me do that shit for somebody. You know what I mean? Like,
1: that's the first dope shit.
0: I, won, I was gonna give somebody 100000 but I had to think about that shit and it was like, man, bro, you give that one person 100000 that's cool. But, bro, that's only one shot, and there's one, like, that one person getting that 100000 And, like, bro, split it up, bro, and give away 25000 to four different people.